This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Um, excellent piece in the age yesterday from Jake Nile on the ever-expanding power that Ross Lyon has at the Saints. Is he the most powerful coach that we've got right now in terms of influence at his own club I can't think of another one since probably Alistair Clarkson like he's he's coach he's footy manager he's fitness like that, that's what it seems like to me or or if he's not happy with that he will get what he wants so that he is happy with it and is it risky when one person has so much say over the football program and the further question to that is who challenges Ross Lyon well, is this not the exact not the exact issue? But uh, and he made the comparison, which is the bit that I liked in the article from Jake in the Age to Luke Beveridge at the Western Bulldogs, where they've been conscious, in fact, determined to put people around Luke Beveridge who will challenge the coach. Mm. Yes, you're a good coach, but we need you to be challenged on certain things just to make sure we're on the right path and debate is healthy and different opinions are healthy. So he's gone through a review to make that happen. Down the road at Moorabbin, almost the exact opposite. And it's hard to know from the outside in exactly what's happening. But the amount of change at St Kilda since Ross Lyon has returned, the second coming, is enormous. And what so, is fact is that the, the CEO, the outgoing CEO, Simon Lethleen, was having less and less and less to do with the football department all the time. The role mm. had changed massively from mm. when he'd signed on. Now... They didn't have a bad relationship because they barely had a relationship at all. Now, this is between the CEO and the coach of a football club. Now, I've said this before, but I canvassed f- the opinion of a few CEOs in the industry to say, is this unusual? And they said, well, you just cannot do your job, in their opinion, as a CEO of a football club, if you don't have eyes on the football department. Mm. So it's, it is, it's a really unique situation. I mean, Jake's mentioned John Longmire and his power at Sydney. He may be the equal to, to Ross Lyon. I, I just think that... Uh, I asked the question, who's going to challenge him? So Goddard, Harvey, Hayes, um, Dave Misson was initially brought into overseas conditioning, but now he's the head of football. And then they're saying Carl Delina um, is going to be probably the next CEO, but will, as Lethleen did, not have a lot to do with the football program. And then you've got Graham Allen and, and Stephen Silvani doing what I would think is their own thing in terms of building their list, and they would have the ability to do that without the input of the coach, I would have thought. I'd be too scared to challenge him, Ross Lyon, for the point to to the point where you might get him offside, and then bang, you're gone. The, 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 I don't think those people and and Jake calls them the knights of the round table, and that they're now knights at Ross's table. I don't think those people are the sort to challenge Ross anyway, because they're aligned with him. They have been all the way through. The but players don't you that... need in a high performing environment when you've got game plan, you've got issues happening in game in the moment. You've got to challenge each other all the time mm. now. Maybe I'm not giving Ross the credit here. Maybe he, he welcomes he welcomes that and he welcomes ideas. And then in the end, like all good coaches, he absorbs that information coming from everywhere. And then he's the one that makes that call. And he's the one that has the final say, which is the way that it should work. But around the club, you know, I think you need a strong CEO who does know football, who's willing to challenge the coach. You certainly need a strong head of football who's willing to do that as well. And the coach got to report to, to both of those. Uh, it feels like it's 
Alistair Clarkson. It's Bill Belichick in the NFL well, where he's recruiting, hey, his football manager, you just mentioned, his coach, his defense. You've just everything. mentioned two of the biggest winners we know. Yeah. In our sport but, and their sport. But the Saints don't have Hodge and Franklin and Roughhead. Not yet. The Saints have got not well, yet. But where so are they coming from? But so they're chips in on Ross. But what if it works? Then then no harm. Yeah, so I think it'll if it works, it'll work for a short period. And that maybe that's all and, and that's all the Saints need. Whether it's good enough to get you to a premiership and, and break the drought and all of that, I think it's a short window. I'm not sure you can have Hardwick thirteen years or Longmire as long as he's been there or Beveridge as long with this setup because it's going to become pretty tiresome. Ross the Boss says his texter refused to go through the structured interview process for the head coach role of both uh, Carlton and Essendon, which included standard uh, psychological profiling um, off the text as well as one who escapes me. Uh, I think Andrew Bassett is calling the shots at St Kilda, not Ross Lyon. But if that is the case, Andrew Bassett is siding with Ross Lyon every time. He's exactly. choosing the Ross Lyon path. Every time. If it's Simon Lethlin or Ross Lyon, it's Ross Lyon. If we need to make a change in the coaching department, it's, it's Ross endorsed. It's Ross approved. Mm. Bring Steve Silvani back. It's Ross approved. So th- that might be true, but he's all ch- he's chips in. He's at the poker table just shuffling across. Yeah, so the and, power but, and the influence that he has been able to get in the club in, in 12 months has been extraordinary, really. Now, th- this isn't criticism. This is There's different ways you can run a football program, and Ross has had a, enormous success. And they've got huge faith in him and sensational first year. I get that. But I just want to ask the question, who's going to be the one to challenge him? Because I think all good football programs rely around that challenge and input coming Mm -hmm. from everywhere. I'd be too scared in case I got him offside and then I was out the door like everyone else that, that has left yeah. since he's been there. Yeah, maybe. And and I guess the difference is, a few people pointing out, is that, you know, Marnie and Dodoro was, you know, a story every week until it was resolved. And, and now it's St Kilda, uh, Ross taking over, Simon Lethlean, that's been resolved as well. So a few comparisons around the place, but... Uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts. one 736 736 or 40-wings-10-0433-98-1116. It will all be forgotten if they start 5-1, 6-2, 7-0, mm. whatever it might be. Well, it'll be, be fascinating to see because, as I said before, it's, in, it's nearly impossible to work out where every team sits mm. right now. I mean, they're in the, in the mush, aren't they? They're in the mixing pot with probably six or seven teams as you're trying to work out where they sit. The, the first-year coach, Buzz, is, is going to be there. Can they sustain it? Are they good enough? Do they have enough? I mean, even the the club has probably admitted that the list isn't to the standard that they need, and they certainly don't have enough A-graders. Mm. Um, you need some good players, yeah. uh, as we've seen, and you yep. need good players on every line. I'm just not sure the Saints have that for as good as Ross Lyon is as coach. Let the cobblers cobble is his famous uh, um, mantra. Mm. But as Jake says, you've got to be happy with the cobblers, and you've got to be satisfied that they're going to be able to cobble. Otherwise, you make the change, don't you? Um Keep those questions coming through off the text. Just as before we get to the break, um, just the Taron Thomas situation here. A lot of texts coming through saying Thomas should get a good lawyer and challenge allegations because if they were serious, wouldn't the police be involved? And can someone explain to me how Thomas is under investigation by the AFL based on allegations of someone who isn't willing to report the allegations to police? So, I mean, it's at the AFL at the moment because they've got a respect and responsibility program. Thomas does have to fall in line with that. Um, as we said, he's on uh, pretty thin ice after mm. what has taken place in the last couple of years. So the AFL still has to be satisfied um, that he is, um, you know, fitting and under their banner, their umbrella, if you like. You don't have to break the law to act in a pretty ordinary way. Mm. You can still treat people 
incredibly poorly, and I'm not, not suggesting this has happened, but that you yep. can still do that and not break a law. I think last year he wasn't charged with, well, he wasn't found guilty of an offence by law. No, it was dropped in the end. So they dropped that charge of, yeah. The club have said, go away and learn how to treat people. Yeah. So it's the respect and responsibility code that the league will look to enforce here. But they've got to strike a balance as well because they are allegations at the moment. Now, that, that charge was dropped. He made a donation to charity, I think. It was... Charge of threatening to distribute an intimate image of another person. Uh, he donated some money to a charity as well, and the charges uh, were dropped in the middle of last year. Just quickly, before we break, Richard's in Narry Warren on Ross Line. How are you, Rich? Good morning to you both. Um, I'm interested in your view, Kane, that Ross is successful. I know that the bounce of the ball would possibly stop him from winning a flag when he was last coach, but at the same time, he had a, a senior core of champion players, but there was no development behind them. When they all retired, there was nothing left. And that was Ross's responsibility. And then he just up and scarped it off to Fremantle. And Fremantle had somewhat of a side. And then when all the senior players left, there was no development there. And then he scarped it back again and somebody else has had to piece it all together and try and build the side. So I'm nervous for St Kilda that if he's in charge, his record of actually successfully going from zero to champion is questionable. Yeah, I, th- I think on most metrics, you would think he runs a successful football program and you'd have confidence in him to take a side that isn't blessed with as much talent as some other sides have to maximise what you've got. And I think there's a, a real good history of doing that. I don't think I don't think there was that many champions, to be fair with you, uh, at St Kilda when he did get as close as he did. There was a couple... But there was a lot of role players. Frio, probably probably the same. Much as Frio. the same, yeah, yeah, very, very much, and, and the same last year. So, look, his coaching record is fifty eight percent, pretty good without sort of blowing your socks off. But I always judge a coach's ability to maximise what you've got, and in the history of his coaching career, I think he's done that pretty well. Um, versus other coaches that have been blessed with with far more talent on their list. Appreciate the call, Rich. Uh, SEM Breakfast, we're powered by Melbourne Airport Parking. You can book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Back in a moment, we'll continue the conversation after this.